0: Get Involved Referee is brought to you by Pressbox PR. Pressbox PR puts your brand on the map. From a chat over a pint to the headline of a website, Pressbox PR takes your brand and gives it the recognition that it deserves. With a proven track record with multiple clients, you'll be able to see your press go beyond the box with Pressbox PR. Check out pressboxpr.co.uk for more information. Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee with Des Roach, Steve Conroy and myself, Lindsay Heron. Well, we're reviewing Day. What a great day it was. Well, Friday night was quiet, lads. It was nice and easy. We all thought Hibbs and St Johnson might have caused some controversy, but no, we were right. Time Castle was the place to be. It all kicked off there, Steve, and uh, my goodness, so much to chew over. And really, um, I think the fans are just going to love this, aren't they? The drama, the excitement. They'll love it for a while. They'll, they'll,
1: <laughs> they loved the first instance because it heightened it. It was exciting. Nobody'd seen it before. They wondered what was going to happen. But God, give it six weeks, people will be bored out of their head waiting for decisions to, to be made. Hopefully it won't come to that. My main bugbear for the weekend is that it was too slow. Mm-hmm. But that'll come with time and that'll come with confidence.
0: Penalty decisions, retakes,
2: encroachments, goals not allowed. I mean, it was all happening, Des. Yeah. Always said the technology being there is, has to be used. It will take those little bits of time, particularly when the first time it goes live. There's going to be a little bit of apprehension and how to use it. But no, the very first game, um, Hibs St. Johnson went off pretty much as, as good damn as they could, they could expect and hope for. Mm-hmm. Kevin got all the decisions correct on the field. That was backed up by, by Willie in the VAR mm-hmm. office off the field mm-hmm. so no, absolutely brilliant and then obviously Saturday lunchtime they've also kept their powder dry and, and let it start
0: Most of the, most of the decisions guys seem to be the right ones but um, there, there was one glaring omission which we'll come to in a minute um, so just going through it chronologically Hearts get a VR decision on the penalty incident Carter Vickers on Devlin which Nick Walsh didn't see at the time and uh, he was asked to review it wasn't he?
2: Yeah, and quite rightly so. That was the that was the first ever VAR on field review that's taken place in mm. Scottish football. And thankfully and correctly, it was correct. We've had a discussion about it, and we've spoken about it, and we've seen the pictures. Nick was just too square. He was mm. he was directly in line behind the behind the challenge. Carter Vickers is coming across from his left hand side. Devlin's going ahead. He made the call. Unfortunately he made the call wrong at that moment, but VAR then interjected Asked Nick to make the on-field review, and the correct outcome was was, was delivered. So, good teamwork, good decision. Hearts got the penalty, all correct. Yep, no, I can't see anything uh, anything different from that. Uh, yep, yeah, Nick didn't see it, so couldn't call it.
1: Um, we we moan about uh, on here when people guess things, or we, we assume that they guess things, but Nick didn't see it, so he couldn't call it. And we've all been there. We've all been caught square. He sh- he should have been had more of an angle on it, and he would have seen it himself. But that's what it's there for. It's it's a new member of the team and it it worked fine on that instance. I thought it was quite
0: interesting that that they put the monitor at the other side of the ground, at the Wheatfield stand side rather than the main stand. (laughs) So he was away from the dugouts, uh, albeit with all Hearts fans over there, I suppose, but at least there weren't any technical staff leaning in to say, come on then.
1: (laughs) I I, I know, it must must be awful when you're standing there and everybody's... Uh, peering in at if, you, if the, you're, they're not peering in at you, you can feel their eyes <laughs> burning into your uh, into your soul. Some I, interesting
2: things flying about over there as well. I think I said that a, a while ago. Why put it right next to both technical areas mm-hmm. when it's like you're reading a newspaper and somebody's reading it over your shoulder? <laughs> Stick it ten yards further up the, the te- up the up the tunnel or mm-hmm. over the other side where you can potentially get a bit of time to to look at it. But no, it was the correct decision, and thankfully we. We moved on from that first intervention. Yep, I've got the
1: first
0: one right. A VG for that one, a big tick, no problems. But then, just moments later, I think it was James Forrest actually tried to put the ball into the box, hits Michael Smith on his left arm. Nick Walsh doesn't give it and Stephen McLean doesn't become involved. Why was that, Steve?
1: The only thing that you can say about it is that, well, it was wrong. Nick didn't see it so again we've, we've just said if, if you don't see it you don't give it mm-hmm. I can't recall what angle that we, we saw Nick at but he he didn't see it or if he did see it he assumed that it wasn't uh, a, a deliberate handball I have to say I've got no idea why it wasn't reviewed or called for review it was a clear penalty every day of the week it's not just that he made himself big he moved his hand towards the ball and you saw his, his reaction he knew straight away that he'd, he'd been done mm-hmm. so no, no idea how how that happened no idea at all.
2: Yeah, as, as much as we've praised the first one for coming together and getting it correct, well, this one they've came together and got it wrong. Nick's made the, the initial call. I don't know if he's maybe thought, I use the word all the time, proximity or pace of the ball coming at him. Stephen's got the opportunity to to look at it again, still frame, slow down, etc. As we said, Smith done nothing to take his arm away from the flight of the ball so it's his responsibility to not have his arm in that position and as soon as it hit him, I mean, he was like a naughty schoolboy being caught stealing a biscuit out of the biscuit tin he's, <laughs> he's, he's spun round as if to say, nope, nothing's happened, nothing to see Everything knew it was a penalty kick and unfortunately that one was called wrong
0: And it was quite quickly, you know, not given if you know what I mean Steve it wasn't as if Nick spent a lot of time listening to what Steve had to say to him, I don't think. It certainly didn't look like it.
1: Um, so, th- and again, we're, we're kind of clutching at straws. We are uh, from ignorance on this one. The assumption is that I would hope mm-hmm. that Stephen had a look at it, but he's looked at it and thought it was so glaringly not a penalty mm-hmm. that, that he, he decided instantly.
2: Only only two things could have happened here for the communication. The communication is either no penalty, play on, or no communication, as in there's nothing even to decide here. Mm-hmm. That's to me. That's the only two outcomes that could have, that could have the uh, processed at that oh, moment no, in time.
1: Absolutely, no. That must have been one of those two, but they were both wrong. I think quite
0: inexplicable. Really, it's so so glaringly obvious. You could see uh, the reaction from Mr. Postacoglu, He doesn't normally get too animated, but uh, he was absolutely dumbstruck by it all.
1: Well, yeah, he, he was, and you know I can't. <laughs> won't even pretend to do the accent, not nearly as good as you, Lindsay, but pretty much saying, you know, what do I know about it? Yeah, no explanation for it.
0: And then, I mean, you know, exciting enough, but then, of course, we've got more drama in the second half with the the second Hearts Penalty Award, which this time Nick gives and it's, you know, it's validated by VAR as well. I guess, you, first of all, you agree with that? Yes,
2: absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was a penalty all day long. Yep. Nothing, Nothing wrong with that at all. And
0: then it comes to this whole encroachment scenario. We talked about this before because it happened in the Rangers-Napoli Champions League match. So even although uh, the two Celtic defenders are in the box first, Gianelli, Josh Gianelli had got into the box at the same time as well. And he ends up putting the ball in the net. So that's what more encro- how more encroaching could you yeah. be? <laughs> that's that's the whole point of encroaching. Um, I, and it was the, the same scenario
1: as the, the Rangers game. The two sets are, are both encroaching. So it's a, so it's a, a, a replay. Where'd I get a replay from? It's a retake. So you don't caution or anything in those yeah. instances, you just retake it. Would that have been called without VAR? No.
2: Well, the only one that could call it would have been the far side assistant uh-huh. referee. And obviously, we'd be talking about it on shows like this or on television. But as soon as one player, two players out, as soon as either team has been into that penalty area prior to the kick being taken, all bets are off. It's going to be a retake. Mm-hmm. And actually, okay, I know um, generally scored the scored the rebound, but it probably worked in Hart's favour that they scored without the rebound in Shankland. Shankland, Shankland worked in Shankland's
1: <laughs> favour. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. One little point on that though was that challenge by Moritz a uh, yellow card offence. Do, do you agree? Not for me. What not do you think, Ron?
1: No, it, just because you foul doesn't mean it's a yellow card. So no, I certainly wasn't looking for it. it was a foul got the penalty. That's more than enough
2: What are you looking for Your centre half to do I mean he never lunged in He, he stood up He's stuck a leg out mm-hmm. The Hearts players I'm not saying he's taking it But there's been contact It's a foul If it happened 10 yards Further back The ball's down And it's playing Before he can even Think about it mm-hmm. So yeah it's a foul It's in the penalty area It's a penalty kick Agreed Nothing beyond that no, definitely not a yellow
0: no, card. No. Just because he was on a yellow at the mm-hmm. time, yeah. some hearts people were thinking. Oh no, you heard the you heard
1: the shout, but no, absolutely not <laughs> not a yellow card. No, that'd be extremely harsh. If that's a yellow card, you're playing with
0: six aside. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, fair point. I mean, in the end, the penalty call that was wrong didn't matter because Celtic went on to win the game, so it didn't have a material effect overall. But what will be the, the kind of ramifications of that? What will be the sort of disc- discussions, if you like, at HQ uh, and the sort of debriefing of all of that?
1: Again, we are speaking from ignorance, but from what I understand, they've still got a match observer who is in overall control. So we now have the match observer is watching VAR, is watching the ref. They will still, both of them, be subject to disciplinary accountability. accountability. So if they believe the same as as we did, that both got it wrong, Mm -hmm. the referee and the uh, uh, VAR will be downgraded because of that. That's if. They agree with us, yeah. And there's, think, there's no guarantee of that.
2: No, I, listen. I know we are not the, the golden boys of the SFA, but I think that the vast majority of the football public world can see the decisions that were very good, and we back it, and we support it. But the decision that was the decision that was wrong, unfortunately, I think that is going to be that is going to be looked at. And as we said, it's not it's not getting to the detriment. It's just being held accountable. But it's like everything else in the first day. It's a learning lesson.
1: Absolutely, and hopefully that doesn't happen again but the you know the, the monthly meeting or however frequently as quarterly meetings th- that will be shown and it will be dissected and on high i'll say this is how it should have worked mm-hmm. um so they'll, they'll use
0: that as as an example it'll be used as a training point yes an educational point so fun and games at Tynecastle, castle as we predicted they would be off to ibrox rangers livingston and another interesting uh, VAR intervention there, Des because a yellow card's given by David Monroe for uh, the challenge by Morgan Boyce on Alfredo Morelos. But he goes he's been told to go to the monitor to have a look at it and he changes it to
2: red. Correct decision in your view? One hundred percent a correct decision. David has made a, a genuine decision, which he think at he thinks at that moment in time. I think he's um he's thinking that Boyce didn't catch Morelos just as high as it as it potentially looked. Mm-hmm. I think Morelos rolling around in the ground for East Theatrics um shows that it's not serious. Because if something is that serious, then you're certainly not moving around. You're trying to protect your protect yourself and protect your limbs. Greg has quite rightly said to David, I want you to have another wee look at this. David has been across, reviewed the incident, and quite rightly he's come up with a red card. It was a it was a reckless and dangerous challenge. I think that's what we would bring that under. The ball had been playing away. Mm. And it was just enough severity and not just enough severity, there was enough in that to be fully justified in being an ordering off. And the fact that David Martindale has commented afterwards saying that, well, it's a red card. Bit difficult for, for Livingston losing a player after he's only been on the pitch for five, six minutes or so. Yeah. That's the correct decision by the refereeing team. So well done to them.
1: Yep, no, I, I agree. And we're, we're saying that that's serious foul play. It's serious enough. And I know there were stills going about. You can't tell anything from a still, but you, you got an angle where you, you could see it. But a, a still, we, we go on about people on here uh, with the, the theatrics. I think that was quite, you know, that, that was scurrilous, if that's the right word uh, for Mr Morellis. Mm-hmm. If something's sore, the last thing you want to do is move it. So when you're rolling about like that, you know, he, he might have been... Yeah, he might have been hurt in the, the initial tackle uh, mm-hmm. and who wouldn't yeah. be with, with studs on your leg? But if you roll about like that, you know that there's nothing serious. The l- last thing you're going to do is move a sore bit.
2: Yeah, you can see them. usually see them waving their hands, calling for medical attention straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, that we're, not that we're doctors, well, I'm not, but... Um, one of us is. One of us is, um, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a red card. Morelos has over-egged it and... That's a f- that the correct decision has come to. Yeah. But that's it's, it's another example
0: of VAR come getting involved and getting it right, and that's w- what's what we want to happen in this game.
1: Absolutely, that's that's exactly what we want, and that one was quite timmyous. That was quite quick, mm-hmm. uh, but given time, that will be you know that will be an instant yep. thing. We'll we'll get better at it. Mm-hmm. The
0: decision was right. Yeah,
2: well, what do we always ask for? Well, mm-hmm. get, get it right. Get involved, referee.
0: <laughs> exactly. Nothing else untoward at Ibrox in a refereeing sense, but um, certainly plenty for the fans to get upset about on the pitch, apparently. Um, But let's go to uh, St Mirren Dundee United. Big moment in that one. I mean, St Mirren obviously went on to win the game, which was good from their point of view uh, against Dundee United, but it's just the length of time. We talked about this before. The VAR looked at an incident where St Mirren scored a goal, but they take it all the way back to an alleged foul. Um, on Kevin Backus catching Aziz Behish of Dundee United on the face as he wins the ball. Again, the challenge didn't look particularly dangerous, Steve, but it took forever to get back and, and find that point, didn't it?
1: I agree with both of those uh, points, Lindsay. It didn't look much to me, uh, despite, again, the reaction. Um it didn't look as though there was anything. But, you know, yeah, how far back do you take it? And I know, again, there's no hard and fast rules. And I think Dez has said that as far as he's aware, Now what what was the wording? You you start looking at it from when the the attack becomes positive. You know, those kind of when it looks as though a goal's likely. We we said it the other week with a man city when that's just too long ago for me. at what point do you stop? And I know it's pedantic and it's maybe a bit facetious. But I, I would imagine that a goalie roll on the, the ball out to the fullback is going to take credit for starting a uh, a goal-scoring attack. Well,
2: exactly. Well, from my understanding, my interpretation, of it, it's not just when the team get the ball, and as we said there, but the goalkeeper rolls to it. I think it's when the momentum and that attacking player pathway looks right. Okay, it's kicked in now because we've seen play mill about the back and go back and forth. But as soon as that zip intention and, and drive mm-hmm. and and uh, positivity goes for it. So from that decision in St Mirren's game there, Bacchus gets the ball in the middle of his own half. To The ball then being in the, the Dundee United net, you're talking the phase of play of, what, three three passes maybe? Three, four passes at max? What, 20 seconds? You're allowing the play to, to carry out. Grant's obviously deemed it that he was quite happy to let play go mm-hmm. on because he, he didn't stop it. He's then Alan Muir, who was the video assistant referee, has called him back to look at it. My only contention is, I don't think it's a foul. I don't think there's enough of that To stop the play Not only that Where the foul occurred Not that this is Any Or shouldn't have any um, in- Interference in the referee's decision mm-hmm. The Dundee United bench Was right in front of it Not one manager Player Coach mm-hmm. Jumped out Looking for it I'm sure If I'm wrong I'm sure Liam Fox said in sports team We got away with one So I think he He's delighted To obviously not lose that goal At that time It didn't have a bearing in the game Later on But um, there was no reaction to it The Time of play I think this is going to be something That will come up More and more As the season goes on And as we get a feel For how VAR works Is just How far do we take it back How long Is too long Or How long's not Long enough But I think that's a teething problem That we'll They'll experience mm-hmm. as, we, as we move along And the guys become more experienced In using it
1: well, as we've got, uh, you you've, you know, you're understanding, you've you've spoken about that. So there, there has been discussions on how far back you take these things. Yeah. So if somebody's decided that, you know, when you flick a switch and it now becomes a promising attack, that's where you take it back from. That That's what they've been told. So m- maybe Alan was right to pull it back. And that's what their instruction is. Come out and tell us what the, the instruction is so that everybody knows. But in my opinion, that's far too long ago mm-hmm. to uh, to well, get pulled
2: back. It showed you on the BBC documentary last week. And it showed you the SFA and giving a talk to the Motherwell players. And that's where I'm getting some information from. That's the way that the, the coach was talking about it. And I think they referenced the Celtic-Ross County game when Callum McGregor won the ball deep in his own half against a Ross County player. Do you expect an attacking play to start five yards outside your own penalty but Probably not. But the speed of attack that Celtic then went to mm-hmm. in the transition of play made that an attacking opportunity So I can understand it there But I'll also be able to understand it. Other times when maybe he's won the ball If Callum McGregor in that instance he won the ball And just fire the ball over to the right back To say right slow down Let's keep control of the ball again Let's move Ross County might not touch it for mm-hmm. 10 passes Then I would have the ambiguity of saying Right when did that phase of play start But I think it's something we're only going to find out yep. as we As we watch and experience it do you think Alan was maybe a little bit overzealous, Steve, for game
0: one? He's wanting to make sure he gets everything right, and I think I've, everybody
1: was wanting to get everything right on that that first day. That's why it was taking so long. Maybe that's why w- we were involved in things that maybe we, we shouldn't have done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I can't tell you what Alan's been instructed mm-hmm. uh, to do. Yeah, um, he might have carried it out, and and uh, I know Alan. Um, Alan will carry it out, you know, ha- as he's been instructed to do. Alan Alan's not. He's not a theatrical one. He's not one that uh, likes to make uh, himself the, the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming that Alan's done exactly as he was instructed. Yeah. Pers- as a personal opinion, I don't like it. Um I, I think it's just far too long that, that you pull that, that you pull it back for, and it's, it's turning it into rugby where you just play advantage, advantage, advantage. I don't know where the cut off is, but the advantage rule two or three seconds seems okay to me. And
2: that's what it was always. That's mm-hmm. how it always was when, when we refereed. We yeah. would see something develop, give it two or three seconds, nothing's happened, okay, right, we'll come back and we'll give the initial foul. I, I, as I say, I think we'll just need to, we'll need to be educated on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Aberdeen had VAR to thank for their opening goal up at Pataudry because um, I think the linesman had flagged for an offside against Mayovsky, Bojan Mayowski who scored again for the Dons, but VAR you know, decided it, it was a goal and, and again, they've intervened the right
2: way it is. Absolutely, and it's a brilliant, positive impact they've had on that game and it was really, really good to see Ewan Anderson and the video assistant referee making that call mm-hmm. um, because teams shouldn't be detrimentally impacted because of a, a refereeing wrong call. That should be taken away now. Mm-hmm. We've got the technology to make sure that teams are benefiting from from a positive call or a wrong call, that we get it right. And I'll tell you what, the boy Majowski, he's uh, certainly making a name for himself. I think Aberdeen might end up making a few quid out of him. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so that was a good one. Um but mother will most unhappy Steve Stevie Hamill felt they should have had a penalty late on. Looks like Ricky Lamy was pulled to the ground by Anthony Stewart tussling in the box. But no decision and no review. Yeah it's
1: subjective. It's it's an opinion. But I thought the whole Point or part of the point of it was penalties. I know it's specific incidences that um, that you're you're called for. So a foul at the halfway line, you're, un, unless you think somebody's a red card, you're not getting involved. Did a throw in go the wrong the, the wrong way? You're not involved. But for things like penalties, that is something that should be reviewed. Every one of them should be should be looked at. So I'm, I agree. If, if there's a potential penalty incident, that's one of the things. that's a, a barn door. You should be looking at that.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't know why it wasn't looked at because what they ha- they have got the cameras. That's what they've been working on. Um Everybody could see the the strip getting taken back to Aberdeen for the for the weekends. Um, it, it was fairly often, and I know it happened right at the depth, and you could see Jim Goodwin saying to the fourth official, "Is that it? Is the game done? Is the <laughs> game done?" As he's looking to shake hands and run up the tunnel. Yeah, but that vastly still have been called. You say no <laughs> wait a minute, yeah. the game continues till you can extend a match to take a penalty kick. So, do you know what? Take the time. So maybe Aberdeen get away with one
1: there. Yeah I, yeah, I think they did.
2: So basically,
0: overall, it's just been two big penalty calls that have maybe gone the wrong way. The first one didn't cost Celtic. Uh, the second one did cost Motherwell. So, I mean, they could have come out of there with a with a valuable point. Well, that that's what we've said from the beginning, that things change. This
1: week's different from last week. Mm-hmm. And it's costing people... Points, mm-hmm. and I know you pulled me up the other week when I said it didn't matter when Celtic won six one. Who's to know that Celtic needed that, ex- that other goal from the the penalty come the end of the season? No, yes, it's not looking like it, but uh, mm-hmm. if they they did, then you know that decision could cost. So yeah, you know we we can be a, a, a bit facetious and say that some things it, it really didn't matter, but we should be getting it. We should be getting it right, and that's what the the technology is there for. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll use Mr Maxwell's words I don't think it was horrendous
2: (laughs) No I think it I think it will cost teams At the bottom of the league More than it will cost teams At the top of the league Because it's so tight And so bunched Mm -hmm. That they They literally are fighting for Every point Every pound Every penny So I think it will come in there But I think that As a Refereeing movement And the refereeing department Should be pretty happy With themselves this week I think Yes A lot to improve And a lot to make it a, make the product a bit more slicker, a bit more a bit more smooth. But as a as a as a test run and as a as a first the first goal, I think they'll be I think they'll be happy with it and credit where credit's due, easy enough to, to give people a a hard time. But no, I think overall it was a it was a good introduction and it will only get better.
0: You mentioned the, the length of time it took, particularly in the Tyne Castle game, for decisions to be reached, if you like. And the fans are sitting about in the dark. All, the, all they can see is a, a small mm-hmm. screen saying VAR review in progress or whatever. So there's, a, there's that kind of uncertainty that, that takes forever. My question to you guys is, why don't they stop the clock when they're making decisions? Okay, when I was at Ibrooks on Saturday and there were five minutes played uh, extra in the first half, and seven minutes played extra in the second half, so you're playing a hundred and two minute game, and that's mainly due to to some VAR checks. Uh, and certainly with the Heart Celtic game, it was the same. And there are a load of extra
2: time in both halves because of that. You can't stop the clock every time that play stops, or you literally no, but just when there's a VAR intervention, because then because that's taking
0: up two or three minutes of the of the when nothing's happening.
1: The the way that they're, they're thinking of it is that that's part and parcel of the game. Mm. So the game continues. But yeah, I, mean, I, I can't disagree with what you said. I think Martin Geisler was on the radio this morning saying he missed a he missed a family function or was was late a family function <laughs> at the weekend because uh, the Hearts game overran me about three hours. Um, so aye, it's, it's going to, until we get quicker at it, time's going to roll on, but we will get quicker at it. Um, but they, officially they're saying it's part of the game.
2: You've seen it in... Particularly Italian football and, and, and foreign football, they do. You, you're now seeing like added time, twelve minutes, and <laughs> things like that. Games, games extending, extending, extending. Mm-hmm. So I can only assume that in the initial outset we will be the same, um, and it will just get it will just get smoother. But um,
0: it's just because other sports they stop the clock. You know, like the NFL or rugby, rugby league, they get able to stop it when they're making these calls They just. I think it might make it a bit slicker, I don't know.
1: But we've said be, before on here, certainly things like uh, rugby is a stop-start game. True. You, you're expecting. So is the NFL. Right? Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a play, stop, a play, stop. You don't get that with football. No. Um, so when you're you're sitting watching the Warriors on a Friday, you're expecting the TMO for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the time to stop, but but not in football. It's, f- football carries on.
2: And it would also need to be a decision that comes from FIFA to change the laws yeah. of the game to do that. Yeah. And therefore it would have to be unilateral Across every country in the world, so um, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Football's never been a game that's played to the clock as such. Yes, you've got a ninety-minute match, and it's up to the interpretation of the officials how much they add on. This is just a continuation of that. I would I would understand. Mm-hmm. And do you feel it, it
0: was uh, equitable across the board in the sense that obviously some stadia have got better facilities than other others? I mean, there was a six-camera crew at each game for sure, but you know, it seemed like it worked. You know, in the same way at each ground. Oh, it seemed, aye, seemed okay,
1: um, although I've, I've seen and read some things that already people are saying that VAR's going to advantage one particular team over another. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. Punters pay their money, they're allowed to come out with whatever nonsense they want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so overall, a successful first uh, outing for the technology, but better to come? Better to come. Good start. Steady start. A couple of mistakes,
1: Not probably not as many as we all thought that, that there were going to be. And we're human. We're, you're going to make mistakes. We've said all along that VAR isn't a panacea. And we don't want it to be. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't want sterile football. What's, what is that to talk about? But it's there to get rid of uh, as many errors as we can do. And that, that was a good start.
0: And they still haven't taken up our idea, Des, of having uh, advertising right across the VAR screen for the three minutes that the punters are watching it.
2: I know, I know. And i even seen the the... the, the the pedestals that they were using the boxes that were using it was like a airport check-in desk I'm surprised they didn't have something up up the side of that because there again your people are looking at it TV cameras are on it you're looking at there's a there's a money there for you they're missing a trick that's it you have my email
0: well thanks for listening to this week's episode we'll join you again next time on Get Involved Referee remember to send all your questions to us on our Twitter and our Instagram accounts see you next time